Chapter 9.1, Intrusion. A glowing intruder appears in the city, instantly killing agents who try to stop him. He wants information from Zion. The machines pull back their forces in the reel, and try to prevent the intruder from making contact with Zion, but refuse to attack him directly, they eventually admit that he is a freeborn human. With some direct control over the Matrix through override codes, the Merovingian tries to win the intruder over. Pluribus Neo moves into the wreckage of Zion's old city. A large man composed of a glowing wireframe mesh appeared at Ascension Monument, terminating a squad of agents who confronted him before disappearing into the barrens. The machines pulled back their forces within the simulation and in the reel, concentrating on locating and expelling the mysterious intruder. However, he demonstrated the ability to delete or override their programs at will, confounding their attempts to deal with him by force. He was less dominating when confronted by operatives, but they found him to be extremely powerful, he appeared more amused than concerned when dealing with their attempts to control him. The other organizations also pursued the intruder, interested in both his power and his purpose. E. Pluribus Neo retrieved strange codes left behind by the intruder, some with the ability to influence large areas of the simulation. Zion took some of these codes to the auditor, who, having analyzed them, became agitated, saying that they shouldn't be in the Matrix at all. When Zion asked the Oracle for information on the mysterious man, she responded evasively, appearing to know more than she was willing to say about him. When confronted by Cypherites, the intruder countered them with overridden machine programs. In a later operation, Cypherites, led by Vale, stopped Zionites from making contact with the intruder. The Merovingian, hoping to use the intruder's power, tracked him down with the expensive assistance of the information expert, Cerulean. Attempting to impress the stranger with displays of power and influence, the Merovingian introduced him to Cerulean, Malthas, Okami, and Hypatia, but the intruder, while hinting at some familiarity with exile programs and Matrix history, seemed only mildly interested. Attempts by Merovingian operatives to win the intruder over met with equally lukewarm success, as he appeared to regard their claims of Merovingian might with great skepticism. Zion, using data retrieved from intruder codes, found a way to contact the mysterious man by hacking into landlines, and managed to get a message through to him, despite machine jamming attempts. His brief reply indicated some interest in hearing from the Zionites. E. Pluribus also used the landline exploit to reach the intruder with a message, and were able to meet with him deep below the city streets. He questioned them about their plans to combat the machines, seeming skeptical of their chances. Cypherites showed concern that the intruder's high profile was disturbing citizens of the simulation. Cryptus led operatives in a plan designed to disrupt attempts by E. Pluribus Neo and Zion to reach the intruder. With partial success, the intruder displayed a baffling mix of interest and disinterest in operative affairs. The Merovingian had elite commandos brought into the Matrix to demonstrate his military capabilities to the intruder, who was mildly interested. However, a further demonstration, a battle between commandos and Merovingian operatives, for the intruder, who wiped out the commando programs, much to the general's displeasure. The intruder met with Niobe, and expressed an interest in Zion's rebellion against the machines. He later met with Zion operatives, asking many questions about their defenses, armaments, and plans for combating the machines. 
The machine policy of avoiding the intruder while preventing other organizations from contacting him became frustrating to their own operatives. Agent Pace explained that the intruder is inextricably linked with highly sensitive system information that absolutely cannot be compromised. She also said that because the Matrix was not designed to support his code, his presence within the simulation is causing problems, because they cannot remove him directly. They will have to work to minimize his impact on the simulation as much as possible, while avoiding aggravating him further. Cypherites looked into how the intruder might be entering the simulation. Although they couldn't find out if he was using some sort of unknown Jackin technology, questioning the auditor revealed that the intruder's code is a higher version than the Matrix itself. The Merovingian attempted to impress the intruder with Persephone and various simulated delights, but while the intruder seemed interested in the possibility of the Merovingian's usefulness, he did not respond enthusiastically to the program temptations. The Merovingian staged a party in the Hell Club, and succeeded in getting the intruder to appear, although he seemed more interested in looking around and sparring with operatives than in light conversation. E. Pluribus Neo began moving their ships into the abandoned, Rack City now known as Old Zion, where they have initiated plans to improve the defenses so that the city, fairly close to the machine city itself, can be used as a forward base. Chapter 9.2, Interface the intruder pumps Zion for information about their history. EPN begins to fortify Zion's old city, and find Commander Locke lying wounded in a hidden lab at the surface. Locke says he was saved by Mauser, who died defending him from sentinels. The machines try to convince the intruder to leave. He becomes increasingly frustrated, and demands that the machines give him a biological interface program, they claim that only one exists, and it is not in the Matrix. The Merovingian searches for programs the intruder might be willing to trade for, without success. The powerful intruder examined the Morpheus simulacrum, made demands to the architect, pumped Zion and EPM for information on Neo and Trinity, and teased the general by displaying knowledge of his old seeker missiles. When Cypherites, opting for Cryptus' approach of talking to him over Vale's desire to attack him, attempted to question him, he refused to answer. After most of these encounters, he left powerful, hostile programs in his way, including a large program that pumped out a continuous stream of overridden machine forces. Even the Merovingian, snooping through machine files, did not manage to dig up definite information on the intruder. Around the confusion caused by the intruder, the man-machine war continued, with EPM rescuing the crew of their hovercraft Horizon, who had been captured while obtaining machine maps of the wrecked old Zion city. While Cypherites began working to hijack the Zion hovercraft juggernaut, whose extremist captain had been eliminating blue pills, whom he regarded as subhuman. EPM detected a Zion-type emergency beacon signal coming from the surface, above the old city, and sent crews to investigate. Cypherites hijacked the Zion hovercraft juggernaut, whose captain, Synquess. They accused of the murder of Blue Pills who refused the Red Pill. Taunted by Cypherite operatives in the Matrix, Synquess learned of the hijacking and managed to jack out and detonate the hovercraft, killing all on board. Hunting through machine systems, Merovingian operatives found a partial note of a meeting between the machines and the intruder that took place before the intruder entered the Matrix in which the intruder appeared to have referred to the general's old Stalingrad base. 
the Merovingian called a conference on the subject with operatives and the general, in which it was decided that the presence of Sarti at Stalingrad at the time of the machine attack may have been what attracted the intruder's interest. Machine operatives managed to reach the intruder and get him to agree to a meeting. At the meeting, he was surprised that Agent Pace was female, but grew angry when she said the machines did not have what he was looking for. The intruder demanded to meet with the architect, and Agent Pace said this would be arranged. Zion found the intruder taking code readings in the slum building where Neo was awoken by Morpheus. EPM followed an emergency beacon to a wrecked surface facility above Zion, where they found Commander Locke, weak and recovering from wounds, but conscious. They evacuated him to the old city. Tailing the intruder, EPN found him examining upper floors of a skyscraper in Center Park. Comments by the intruder suggested that it was the spot where Trinity hacked the machine power grid and received a fatal gunshot wound from an agent, before being caught and miraculously revived by Neo. The intruder did not offer an explanation of his presence there, but it appeared to have something to do with the object of his search. He also mentioned that he didn't want operatives knowing what it was, because they might want it too. Zion's commander Locke, guarded by EPN and recovering in the old city, sent a message to Zionites with the story of his rescue from the machine attack on Zion by Mauser, who took him to an abandoned lab facility on the surface, and tended to Locke's injuries until being killed while leading sentinels away from his position. Overhearing this story, the intruder expressed surprise that Mauser had a gun effective against sentinels. Holt was expanding upon this by describing how Neo could zap sentinels with his bare hands when he was suddenly interrupted by the intruder flying into an inexplicable rage, saying they were lying. After this, powerful override programs created by the intruder began to appear around the city, including accelerators, and the newly encountered decelerator and runtime programs. Zion, attempting to track down the intruder and convince him to exercise more discrimination in his attacks, ran afoul of Cypherites out to shut down the intruder's programs before they could endanger citizens. When the group of Zionites organized by Ghost finally caught up with the intruder, he accused them of being involved in the cover-up with the machines, and attacked them. Shortly after Cypherites removed a series of the dangerous programs from downtown, including some around the government building, Agent Grey called upon machinists to eliminate agent programs that had been turned against the system by accelerators. The Merovingian, following evidence suggesting that the intruder may have been interested in the Oracle's ward, Sati, sent operatives to question the intruder about the girl, but was unable to locate him. Flood directed an attempt to kidnap Sati without the intruder's input, but the operatives sent in Tamara found only Seraph, who warned them that Sati would not be found while certain conditions persisted. Another attempt to locate the intruder, assisted by one of the General's elite commando reconnaissance programs, succeeded in finding him, and convincing him to meet the General. Although the intruder appeared to be unfamiliar with Sati's name and significance, her role in causing the machines to attack the General's Stalingrad base caught his attention, but not to the point that he was willing to pursue her himself. Instead, he suggested that the General recover his own data on the exile from the machines, and asked to be kept appraised of any progress made in that regard. The kid contacted Zion with details on the surface lab in which EPN found Commander Locke. The structure showed signs of damage from Sentinels, and a Zion lightning gun, Mauser's fingerprints, and traces of his blood, were found inside. The lab equipment was entirely wrecked. Tyndall sent Zion operatives to capture machine logs of Sentinel activity at the site. 
but no records of any such activity were found. The machines found an intruder spawn terminator program behind the deaths of many system agents. Fortunately, operatives were able to eliminate the program. The General Health Merovingian operatives recover some of his data that had been captured by the machines, but his data on Sadi have to be missing. After consulting with the intruder about the Sadi question, the intruder, hearing that Sadi was only out of the Matrix once, as a stored computer program in the General's base, decided that she couldn't be what he's looking for, which is something he called a biological interface program, adding that if the Merovingian could obtain one for him, he would make him king of the matrix. Machine operatives looking for the intruder tracked him down in the vicinity of the metacortex building. The intruder exhibited anger and impatience, and was unwilling to answer questions put to him by the operatives. When Agent Gray intervened, asking why the intruder skipped the meeting that had been arranged with the architect, the intruder used an override code to terminate Gray then told operatives that the machines were still jerking his chain. Agent Pace appeared on the scene, despite operative warnings, and told the intruder that the architect would await the meeting, saying that the intruder would be able to terminate the architect himself if he found the meeting displeasing. The somewhat mollified intruder said that he'd see about it. Zionite operatives were called in after a report of the intruder near the Chelsea Convention Center, where they found him fighting overwhelmed bookworms. The intruder cut through the bookworms in the center to reach Hypatia, and demanded that she give him a biological interface program. When she said that she didn't have such a thing, the intruder terminated her. Wandering through the building's lobby, he said something about being trapped, before appearing to jack out. Operatives identified contact between Seraph, Morpheus, and Lo Ruhama. Morpheus was seen with Ruhama at the abandoned subway. A confused computer hacker named Murphy dressed as an agent and went on patrol around parts of Richland and downtown, occasionally saying odd things, even long binary numbers. Agent Griffin appeared on the scene and informed operatives following Murphy that Murphy was believed to have located a large cache of the intruder's override programs but that a close examination of the programs had unhinged Murphy's mind. It was hoped that an analysis of Murphy's utterances would reveal the location of the dangerous programs. This was achieved by Zero Uranus, who located the programs in the building housing the Deus Lounge. Biron submitted himself to examination by the intruder at Club Cyclo. The intruder detected the machine cheat codes in Biron's system, and was only convinced that Biron was not a machine after subjecting him to various override codes. The intruder invited Biron to try his cheat code abilities on him, and Biron was surprised to find the intruder immune to them. The intruder questioned the general about the origins of the cheat codes, but eventually dismissed them as irrelevant to his search. Hypatia had been imperfectly restored by her loyal bookworms after her termination by the intruder, so machine operatives saw to the job properly, removing the code overrides from her routine with a clean kill. Agent Gray, still recovering from an encounter of his own with the intruder's termination routine, facilitated a meeting between the intruder and the architect, with Agent Pace, and a senior operative also in attendance. The intruder demanded a biological interface program, saying he knew that it existed. The architect confirmed this, but denied having created it, and told the intruder that the only surviving copy was removed from the matrix, as the intruder himself had witnessed. 
the machines hoped that this information would inspire the intruder to leave the matrix. Zion searched right research in the hopes of finding something about the biological interface program the intruder has mentioned wanting, but even though interface technology was one of Danielle Wright's areas of particular expertise, nothing promising turned up at the Wright facilities. The intruder didn't seem surprised by this, hinting that the program wasn't written by a human. The Merovingian, deciding to procure the mysterious program himself, check with possible exile sources, such as Persephone and Silver, but came up empty-handed, asking the intruder, who they found surrounded by dead N30AG3NTS, to provide more information about the program. Operatives were told that programs made by the exiles in question were nothing like what he wanted, and that he was certain the program is somewhere in the matrix. The intruder also mentioned something about someone else having taken the other one, the kid helped operatives Demetrian and Tsuse clear powerful override programs out of Ikebukuro, although the task was complicated when engagement protocols were overridden. The kid also encountered operatives in Stamus, where he was wondering about recent activity in the area. While talking, an override routine hit the area, and the group was unexpectedly attacked by N30AG3NTS. Others had also taken an interest in the Morpheus Simulacrum's recent Westview activity. Agent Pace led a search for the sim in Westview, but when operatives attempted to hold the simulacrum for questioning, they found themselves pushed away from him. Agent Pace ordered the sim to surrender, but he fled across the district, eluding pursuit. Before fleeing, the simulacrum said something about the watchers. Vale, in the company of Operative Fira, tracked the simulacrum down to a ramshackle building, and asked him what he was up to. The simulacrum responded with a quotation from an ancient source, which included references to certain omens, and the teaching of the Watchers. The Merovingian sought information on the simulacrum's activities as well, with Flood sending operatives, led by Ukami, to question two prominent Westview exiles, Indigo and Amber. Indigo claimed to know nothing about the simulacrum's activities, calling it an outdated reject. Amber mentioned that the simulacrum had been in contact with many gutter people in the area, similar to the riffraff who often associate with the Oracle. Various conspiracy theories were discussed, but Flood dismissed them as paranoia. Eliminating some override programs in downtown, Ghost and other Zion operatives encountered the intruder, who began asking questions about the relationship between Neo and Trinity. Those present were not interested in giving him the information, and he left frustrated. In Westview, Zion operatives eliminated one of the intruder's accelerator programs that was overriding the Demon Legion gang in Sobra Shores, the zealous Red Pill Father. Jonas led the Brethren and other Zion operatives to the gang's leader, Jezebeth, who helped track down the accelerator. Merovingian operatives found Persephone contemplating one of the intruders. Decelerator programs on the top floor of a building downtown. Persephone stated her opinion that the intruder was an empty shell of a man, saying that he would not, for instance, have used his abilities to defend someone, like the assembled operatives defended Persephone against marauding Zionites. Shimada and other e Pluribus Neo members went after a machine installation in downtown, trying to obtain data relating to the biological interface program the intruder has mentioned being interested in. EPN was tipped off to the existence of the information by a hacker, Pico, who found a reference to it in a two-month-old machine data archive. An overwhelming security counter-attack by agents at the site prevented EPN from retrieving any data, however. Chapter 9.3, Rivals. A second glowing figure, Carline, enters the Matrix, 
attacking the first intruder, Halborn. The Morpheus simulacrum contacts exiles in Westview. Halborn learns from the machines that the Oracle created the program he seeks, and pursues her. He is supported by the Merovingian, and opposed by Zion, who have helped from Carline. The Oracle contacts EPN and the Cypherites, giving each group part of an encrypted program, and asks them to watch over Sati. Halborn reaches the Oracle, who refuses to help him, and kills her. With Sister Margaret's help, Cypherites searching for the Oracle found Seraph, who alluded to a widespread plan, and said that others would be called upon to help at the right time. A second wireframed man appeared, confronting and fighting the intruder in Westview. According to their monitored conversation, they appeared to be at odds over the acquisition of something. Halborn, known until now only as the intruder, complained to Zion that the other man, Carline, whom he has known for some time, is a practiced lie. Carline, on the other hand, visited the machines, telling them that he wanted to help them by removing Halborn from the Matrix. The Merovingian met with both men, assuring them of his full aid in their fight against the other. In a later meeting with machinists in the government building, Carline told them that Halborn is searching for what he's called a biological interface program because his real body is essentially dead, and Halborn hopes the program will offer a remedy for this condition. Meeting with the Cypherites, Carline apologized for the problems caused by override programs, and said that he hoped he wouldn't be needed at all to remove Halborn, but that Halborn's override activity appeared to be reaching a dangerous point. Halborn, meanwhile, frustrated by his failure to locate the interface program, even with the assistance of Merovingian operatives, decided that he would have to go back to the machines and ask them who made the program. The busy Carline continued his rounds, encountering E. Pluribus Neo, again mentioning Halborn's critical condition in the real world. He said that his main goal is to get Halborn out of the Matrix, and that that would benefit him in certain ways. He also mentioned that he was curious to see if the interface program Halborn wants really exists, or if it is just a figment of Halborn's desperate imagination. Halborn demanded to see the architect, and asked him to name the creator of the biological interface program. The architect told him it was written by the Oracle. When operatives were asked by Carline whether they had seen Halborn, who he is searching for, they were instructed to say no. Stonewalled by Zion, Halborn went out on his own to look for the Oracle. After the departure of Halborn, Carline contacted Zion, saying that he wants to help them stop Halborn. Merovingians found Halborn in the process of overriding more exile programs. He requested information on the Oracle, which the Merovingian was happy to supply. Searching for the Oracle, machine operatives recovered data fragments that may have been authored by the Oracle. These fragments were provided by the exile gang leader Zero, in return for assistance in a business deal with other shady characters. Cypherites came across evidence of a machine investigation of override code use in a parlion, but Agent Pace claimed to be unable to provide them with any information beyond speculation that one or even both of the wireframed intruders was involved. Searching further afield, the Cypherites found code overrides in using the 1-0 construct, and neutralized them. A member of the Archivist Society polled operatives in the new Datamine construct on their opinions of the area. 
Malfas wondered if there was another motive behind the recent increase in archivist society activity besides their usual profit-making from archived historical data. Carline was invited to a Merovingian meeting at the Jade Room. He mentioned to the Merovingian that he'd heard Halborn was asking questions about the Oracle, but the Merovingian assured Carline that his primary interest was in aiding him against his rival. To demonstrate this, he had operatives guide Carline to override programs placed by Halborn in Murasaki. Colt led a search by Zion operatives for the Oracle in Mirror to contact her about Halborn. Mirror gang boss Al Banghat, whose gang had been suffering from code overrides in the area, told the operatives that the Oracle hadn't been around lately, but that he'd seen Seraph disappear through a doorway. Operatives located Seraph in the system of white hallways branching off of the White Lotus Hotel side entrance. Seraph said that the Oracle had expected something like the current situation, and that this was not the right time to meet her. He added that others would be trying to locate her as well, and that the Oracle would not be able to avoid them all without help. Halborn searched for the Oracle in the vicinity of Mera while Carline, backed by Zion, searched for him. The machines mobilized their operatives to keep hostiles away from Halborn in order to allow him to complete his task, hoping that afterwards he would leave the Matrix. The Merovingian conducted his own search for the Oracle, uncovering evidence of a deep-seated plot among certain exile groups. This investigation, however, was interrupted by Carline, who saw it as confirmation of the Merovingian's support for his rival, and severed his connection with the Frenchman. The pressure cooker situation around Mara resulted in numerous violent encounters involving operatives, the two wireframe rivals, and their override programs. Ghost and Cole, conducting a covert operation in Westview, had to abort and call in reinforcements when the agent they were fighting became accelerated by an override program. Niobe and Zion operatives battled Halborn, deleting many of his programs in Mansdale. Machinists battled override supported Zionites at Magog South. While the machinists fought to hold off the Zionites, Halborn showed up and eliminated the override codes, allowing the machines to send in agents to secure the area. A large wave of programs, some aligned with the machines, some with Zion, and some with no operative groove, appeared throughout North Richland. Operatives battled to remove them. Meanwhile, small groups of machinists located the Oracle in Mara, but the appearance of Seraph, and directives from Agent Grey detailing machine concerns regarding the overall situation, required the operatives to depart without arresting her. Shortly thereafter, Merovingian operatives, tracking suspicious movements into the Sakura construct, found EPN soldiers there. A battle broke out, in the midst of which Seraph appeared, proceeding to eliminate many of the Merovingian operatives from the construct, despite the significant support the Merovingians received from their healer, Chao Yun. The survivors found themselves face to face with the Oracle, who told them that they might soon find something very valuable, but warned them against trying to use it selfishly. Zion located Halborn, and communicated his position to Carline, so that he could be stopped before reaching his goal, the Oracle. Halborn, still unable to locate her, demanded that the machines help him locate her, but the machines claimed that she had been designed specifically to be unpredictable, and the Merovingian, sensing that Halborn was faltering in his search, arranged a strategic planning meeting to revitalize his campaign, but Halborn did not arrive. Ultimately, Carline, with help from Zion, intercepted the isolated Halborn. 
Operatives from all organizations attempted to interfere or monitor the encounter, but an incredibly powerful override code blast forced everyone to evacuate the area, and overloaded monitoring sensors throughout the district. The machines continued working to understand mysterious data fragments they'd recovered several weeks earlier in Richland, possibly connected with the Oracle. An eccentric machine technician came up with a plan to decode the fragments' unique fuzzy logic routines with the help of unstable code within the datamine construct. While this plan cost the technician his existence, and did not retrieve a full data set, some information was obtained, and Agent Pace took personal charge of the fragment project. The Oracle called Vale and Scytherite operatives to a surprise meeting in the 1-0 construct, where she handed Vale what appeared to be an encrypted code fragment, and asked the Scytherites to watch over Sudi for her. Although very curious as to what the fragment contained, and what was motivating the Oracle to make these requests, the Scytherites agreed to help her. EPN operatives, removing override programs from Deber Court, were confronted by Seraph, who invited them to step through the doorway at the end of the courtyard. Doing so, they found themselves in the Ashenkor construct, where the Oracle greeted them, giving Shimada a piece of encrypted code, and asking the operatives to watch over Sudi. The operatives assured her that they would do what they could to help her. The next day, Scytherites led to Uriah by Cryptus in order to remove override programs from the Uriah docks ran into EPN, who happened to be holding a meeting in nearby Club Parallaxis. Fighting broke out between some members of the two parties, while others concentrated on removing the programs. With most of the programs removed, concentrated sections of both organizations began a fierce battle that ended when Cryptus, supported by his operatives, who at that point held a numeric superiority at the scene, managed to defeat the kid. Cryptus called a retreat, declaring the Scytherite's job complete. When his troops rallied, and the operative Tigrius revived him, the kid led them to remove the last of the override codes in the area. Searching for Halborn around the side of his clash with Carline in the slums, Bukami suffered domination by override programs infesting the area. Merovingian operatives called in to locate her had to resist her out-of-control attacks, but, retracing her steps, located Halborn, badly injured and holed up in a decrepit apartment building. When the overridden Ukami found them there and resumed her attacks, operatives asked Halborn if he could remove the overrides on her program, he forcibly rebooted her, saying this might cure her, if she survived the process. Making their way through surrounding override codes and hostile operatives, the operatives led Halborn to temporary security in nearby Club Duality, where Byrne met them. Inviting Halborn to hide and recuperate in the safety of the Merovingian's extensive underground network, Halborn insisted that he had no time to waste in getting to the Oracle, but was unable to put up much of an argument in his severely weakened condition, and Birm whisked him away. The Oracle crossed a few wires to speak to Zion operatives individually, but was uncharacteristically at a loss for words, saying that she couldn't say what she wanted to say, but that nevertheless she felt she'd made the right choice. The machines found code fragments in the override-infested Richland area that somehow had not been affected at all by the fallout from the clash between Halbon and Caroline. Analysts were able to examine these fragments along with those recovered weeks ago from Exiles, which were written in the Oracle's trademark intuitive style, and concluded that the fragments were left over from the process of writing a kill code. The Merovingian arranged a distraction for Caroline 
enabling the wounded Halbon to bypass him and head for Northern Richland, still intent on locating the Oracle. EPN found the Morpheus Simulacrum, and asked him about the mysterious encrypted code given them by the Oracle. The Sim told them that she may have chosen them precisely because they are able to choose for themselves. He also suggested that while the Matrix is a system of control, Zion, in opposition to the Matrix, could be considered a system of control as well. This conversation was interrupted by a Cypherite attack led by Vale. A forecasted outbreak of the Smith virus arrived in the city, its manifestation strengthened here and there by the presence of override programs. Merovingian operatives attempted to steal some information from E. Pluribus Nia, but this was foiled when the exile contact used by the Merovingian's operatives turned the data back over to EPN, apparently in repayment of a favor. The Cypherites stole information on potentials, among other things, from a Zion system in Richland, although the operation was complicated by attacks from override codes in the area. Ghost led Zion operatives into Richland in search of the Oracle, but found only override programs and Halbon, who showed his violent impatience at operative interference in his plans. Players fought off another outbreak of the Smith virus across the city. EPN managed to set off a code pulse device in the Zero One construct, for reasons yet unknown, machine operatives were unable to stop the device's detonation, but, led by Agent Griffin, they removed the EPN operatives from the construct. Halbon found the Oracle waiting for him on a bench in Debercott. He demanded that she give him the program, after she told him that she couldn't help him, he became angry, and threatened her, but she said this was a waste of time. Halbon asked if he would ever get the program. She told him that he wouldn't, and he terminated her.